Hello, good evening. This is uh, Kalyan Karmakar here and uh, thank you for joining me. I am broadcasting live on uh, two social media platforms. I'm on uh, Facebook and Visitors Come On and I'm also on Instagram Live. So uh, this is later going to be posted on my social media channels which is IGTV and on YouTube and uh, on and the podcast as well as on Anchor and Spotify and uh, Amazon and a whole lot of other places. Now, uh, thanks so much for uh, joining me. Yesterday I did a podcast at about uh, 9 o'clock. Today it's uh, close to 9.30. I was talking to my mother before that. But it's more or less the same as what it was yesterday. If I remember yesterday I was telling you that it's been raining heavily in uh, Mumbai and we've been rained in and we've been uh, home all day. Well, today it's rained even more. It rained a lot uh, last night, rained whole of uh, today. And it, um, it stopped for a bit in the evening, so I thought I'll go for a bit of a walk uh, down the neighborhood. But then it started uh, crashing down again. So it's me, Kenaz is home, uh, the two cats are around, and, um, and, and that's about it. But what I also realized was that yesterday, uh, while I was feeling a, a bit low and down because of the rains and being home all the time, when I came here and chatted with you, uh, my mood was completely sorted. So I'm here purely for my selfish reasons. Uh, to get a bit of a mood buster or uplifter and hopefully give you one uh, in the process. Um, like I said, I mean, this is meant to be a podcast, so there might be times at which I might not respond to your uh, comments because it might break the chain of thought and also people later will not see the comments, so they won't know what I'm responding to. But I'm, I'm going to try to do that as much as possible because it's, it's also a conversation and great to see so many people uh, joining uh, up and uh, on Instagram and on Facebook. Okay, so this is a series which I call Foodocracy India. And for those of you who've seen this before, uh, you know that this is where I speak about some of my favorite uh, eating experiences across uh, the country, where there's uh, street food joints or, or family-run places, historical places, new cafes, and so on. And it's it's more, hi, hi Richard, there's Richard talking from Jaipur. Uh, Richard, I'm gonna speak one day about uh, Rawat's Kachori. That's on my, uh, this thing. I've got Appam stories also saying hello. I'm, I'm guessing uh, that's an account of a Malayali. Okay, yeah. So, uh, Foodocracy India is where I talk about some of my favorite eating experiences across the country. And, and the idea is more to share uh, my memories and stories uh, from, from there and, and about all the lovely times which one had over there, the people one met, the people one was with, uh, some of the nice dishes which one has had. And, and you know, it's, it's not so much about uh, creating lists or way to eat or best of or whatever because I think that there's so much richness and vitality in the food uh, in our country that um, a lot of that is going to be missed. I mean, I can see some restaurant folks who are joining in, like for example, Doma Wang from Kolkata. I mean, she makes it to many lists, but at the same time, there's so many happy stories uh, which her diners feel when they go to her restaurants, whether it's Blue Poppy, Thakali. There's Kuzin. The mama saying hi to hi to you. I'm, I'm going to not <laughs> break in, but but it's I'm going to take it with the flow. Like earlier, I would just go and you know wham, and I would not sort of respond to too many comments because it's going to get uploaded later. But look, I've just come here to chat with you, and uh, that's it. So I I would encourage you also just use this hashtag Foodocracy India, whichever social media channel which you are comfortable with, and just share uh, stories of your. Uh, happy eating experiences across uh, the country and um, you know why do you like the place what do you eat over there uh, how did you feel when you were going there because most of these places they're typically uh, going to be gems they could be famous in the city or maybe famous in just 
the neighborhood or, or the mohalla. But uh, they normally offer pretty good food, and more important than that, uh, they offer great experiences. Uh, till now, and I've done quite a few episodes since the beginning of the lockdown, I've always spoken about specific places. Today it's going to be a bit different. I'm going to speak to you about my memories of a sandwich stall. I don't know the name of the people who ran it. Uh, the stall didn't have a name, but it's very typical in Mumbai. Uh, and, and here's the thing. A stall doesn't exist anymore and there's nothing which has come up in its place. So uh, yes, I, I mean, uh, it, it's, it's probably a broadcast of possibly no use to you because you can't really uh, sort of get any direction from here and, and do something useful. But listen, it's, it's just about celebrating food uh, and, uh, and Sandeepa is saying that she's liking the fact that we are doing an unknown sandwich swala story because they are unsung heroes. They definitely are in, in, in Mumbai. So um, uh, that's, that's the thing. And, and uh, why does 9.30 at, at night now uh, or maybe 9.40? But this story was actually sparked off by something which happened this morning. So I'm going to take you back to morning. Not at 9.30, not 8 a.m., it's, it's breakfast, but I'm going to take you to <laughs> maybe around 12 o'clock afternoon, which is when, you know, uh, one had breakfast. It's not that it had been an unproductive uh, morning. Uh, oh, I've got Pridvi Lairi joining in from uh, Germany in, uh, phase, on Facebook. Lovely day. Um, Richard's uh, interested by the sandwich tales. Looking forward to meet Baby Loaf and Little Nimki. And Baby Little Nimki on cue has, has come in. Do you think one of this will help calm Arnold Goswami down a bit. I feel so. Huh? If, he, if he sits a little kitty, maybe he'll par a bit instead of growling. Uh, uh, baby Loaf is also somewhere. And little Nimki's jumped on. So that's my kitty, little Nimki. You want to do the podcast? And, and he loves observing me in the kitchen. Yeah? So I'm going to, I just hope he doesn't knock my laptop down. Uh, um, baby Loaf is somewhere. So it was a productive morning. I, I got up and then the first thing I did was I, uh, fed we uh, oh, oh, little name key is uh, um, working on, on the keyboard of my laptop so um, so um, little name key was working on the keyboard of the laptop and talking to people in Facebook maybe he finds Instagram a bit lame so I just had to remove it right maybe name key I'm gonna put it go to your dada where's your dada yeah so I, I woke up I fed them uh, Kenas had fed them many times before that and uh, you know so uh, uh, that was uh, there and um, and then I sort of chanted and then I was wondering what to make for breakfast I had a bit of a backache no Ninki didn't get onto this and um, at one point I thought uh, Kabir Murjani is joining in Kabir you should uh, hang on if you don't have much work but I know you're busy with uh, uh, your hundo pizzas and now uh, ghost stories because your chutney from ghost stories has a bit of a role to play in uh, today's uh, story and uh, it's it's also a time uh, from a time when we knew uh, when we met your dad first so that's um, um, Kabir whom I'm speaking to on the Instagram side yes so so um, I was wondering what to do for breakfast like I said I had a bit of a backache I was thinking of calling for uh, chicken sandwiches from candies and they make these lovely soft chicken sandwiches the only problem is while they deliver and they've been delivering more or less as soon as restrictions are relaxed in the lockdown but they don't take online payments so which means that you have to be there at the point when the delivery person comes and it was raining and Kainas also had work and we, it was just too much uh, to, to coordinate so I thought that I'm going to um, 
uh, make an omelette and that was the plan and then i went to the kitchen and uh, then there was a change of plan again and little nimki who often uh, sees me in the kitchen i'm i'm just looking at the facebook screen also to see if there any other comments is pretty of course um so uh, little nimki who often observes me in the kitchen will know that I often going there and planning to do something and change something uh, once i'm there so i saw that there was about 1/4 of a capsicum green capsicum still left in the fridge we need to buy vegetables canas if you're watching or maybe i will do that uh, so i took that out i finally chopped it there was also some bread from baker's dozen multigrain whole wheat which we got about two weekends back so i'd frozen it in the fridge because there was more bread there sent so i taken that out and thawed it uh, so what i did was um, i took out uh, this green chutney little tub of green chutney which was there in the fridge it is a very typical mumbai thing uh, made with uh, crushed coriander leaves fresh coriander leaves fresh grated coconut um uh, and and from there uh, the you know the formula varies so some people put garlic some people put chili some people might put lime juice but it's a hara chutney of mumbai which you get with everything whether it's chutney sandwich or whether it's with vada pav or you know it's it's a part, essential part of uh, mumbai so uh, this chutney came to me uh, when i got a food sampler from a place called ghost stories uh, in mumbai is a cloud kitchen and one of the people behind it is a young man called kabir murjani uh who is or was watching this at least a short while back uh, there kabir singh so excited uh, to hear it so he's and his friends have started hando uh, pizza and bandra lovely stuff and then they're about to launch this place ghost uh, stories which is going to focus on mutton based dishes so they had sent us a lavish sample on sunday of uh, mutton chop and very very soft shami kebabs this he they called it shami kebabs but they are as as soft as uh, tunde Or, or the galauti kebabs, if you if you ask me, and then there was chaap and there were curries and and so on. Igelo, um, you can't hear, okay? Uh, if anyone else can't hear, say that. Otherwise, I hope you can hear uh, soon. Uh, so uh, and there were the curries and everything. So there's also the green chutney, which is normally served with uh, the kebabs, which he'd send, and I kept that. So that's what I always do. Like you know, uh, there's Zeba Kohli joining in uh, as well. So when I get these little dips. uh from deliveries so whether it's uh, you know oregano chili flakes or or whether it's uh you know the the chutneys or whether it's the dahis or or little bit of kashmiri which is a bengali place and or or the chaat masala which uh, they had sent for example to, uh, ghost stories to put on the chaat or the pickled onion i keep this and use it later i even have a hashtag that for that hashtag I love your leftovers which you probably know this so hope kumar a young uh, son uh, of my classmate from school he uh, soham and shubham two brothers twins met them in uh, mumbai recently very young bright boy big fan of uh, paneer pizza i must see you to hando pizza when you come paneer makhani pizza is what shubham uh, likes and soham as well so i uh, i decided to make this sandwich um, so what i did was i took some of the green chutney and uh, oh ikelo <laughs> that's your handle okay shubham okay so i, I took the green chutney smeared it on the bread took the finely chopped uh, capsicum whatever was left over applied it on the bread and then there was some britannia cheese in the fridge a cube very very unwieldy so i took it out made little little pieces put that on the bread and uh, did i put anything else yes i took a green chili finely chopped it and i put it so hum don't jump uh, jump so much that you bang your head against the ceiling huh? these are my two young uh, i should say nephews my classmate from school her uh, twin sons So I uh, so uh, to get back to the sandwich, there was 
the uh, baker's dozen bread which are thawed. Uh, then on that I put the green chutney, the coriander uh, hara chutney which had come from uh, ghost. Uh, <laughs> do I know how to make bhindi? Yes, yes, uh, Shubham I know. Uh, okay, so I, I put the chutney, I put the capsicum, I put a bit of finely chopped uh, green chilies, uh, little bits of cheese, simple processed cheese, uh, powered on my sandwich griller, put some butter to uh, lubricate it, to grease it, put the sandwiches in. So two slices for me and one slice uh, cut into half uh, for for uh, kainas, put it in, uh, you know, cranked up the heat and in a bit it was ready, nice and crunchy, went to the Nespresso machine, popped out my coffee and uh, and Shubham saying that he has to go off to school, okay, bye then, <laughs> I'll teach you some bhindi recipes later. And and the sandwich was ready, so what I did was I, I took it on the table, uh, on, the, on the kitchen counter and uh, what the Bombay sandwich wallas do is that they cut it into uh, in three rows crisscross so that would be about probably 12 cubes I need to count that uh, but uh, let me see I, I can show you the picture from what I made in the morning if you're on Instagram you can see that and uh, yeah so let me see how many pieces uh, I've done of the sandwich I want to show it to you in a bit uh, yes yeah I got it right uh, not 12 nine nine pieces is what you get and then what I did was, there was already butter on top, so I added a bit of the green chutney on top and the red tomato sauce. Now, if, if you're from uh, Mumbai or if you've been to Mumbai, then you'll clearly know that this sandwich was inspired by what we call the Mumbai toast uh, sandwich uh, over here or the, or the toast. We don't call it Mumbai toast sandwich in Mumbai. They call that in uh, books, uh, food books written by international authors, but not in Mumbai. We just call it a uh, veg toast sandwich and uh, so that's what we had and then the cappuccino uh, so and kainas and i we sat down and that's when i remembered uh, it, these stories from uh, nyman point which is what i'm going to share from you then if you see this this uh, formula this recipe which i use for the sandwich today is not that of the classical uh, veg toast sandwich the classic veg toast sandwich in mumbai will have sliced aloo potato sliced cucumber kakri sliced beetroot beet sliced uh, capsicum, sliced onion, kanda, green chutney, butter and, and bang into the handheld toaster and, and in the olden days before on uh, uh, coal cigarettes and stuffs. Uh, there's also the masala sandwich which is like a mash, um, uh, masala dosa sort of potato mash. I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, it's a bit too spicy for me. But this one, this cheese chili toast sandwich was introduced to me in uh, maybe the year 2000 or so by my wife Kainaz, uh, we were, uh, she was not my wife then, she was my colleague at uh, this ad ANC, FCB Ulka, uh, which, which is where we had uh, met and uh, you know, their office was at Naiman Point then, now it's at Sakinaka and uh, this is the time when we started uh, dating, seeing each other uh, before we got married and, and she lived in Dadar, I was in a PG in, uh, in, in Bandra and we would try to time it in such a way that we would uh, uh, take the same train, different compartments of course. She would be in the ladies, I would be in general, first class. <laughs> and uh, you know, get off at Churchgate station, take the share taxis and uh, uh, go to office, Nyman Point. On the way back we'd walk down together to Churchgate and take our train. And then just opposite our office, which was at Nirmal building, there was this guy, two guys who used to sell uh, toast sandwiches. So which is where uh, Kainaz would give her order for both of us, which is aloo cheese chili toast. So there would be slices of aloo, slices of capsicum, uh, which is chili. Uh, there wouldn't actually be green chilies in it, 
uh, there would be cheese, butter, green chutney, bang, into the griller. And we would go up because we'd be late. We are not morning people. So Kehra's, when I told her the story today, she said it used to be about 10.30 by the time we'd reach office. So we'd quickly catch the lift and go to the fourth floor, settle down in our departments. I was in account planning. Kehra's was in creative. And then uh, the sandwich guy would deliver and send it up to the fourth floor. And we'd get our sandwiches in our respective tables and sit down to uh, eat. <laughs> Cue Sindhi Mama saying amazing and very Mumbai kind of uh, dating season. Well, uh, 20 years later, uh, you can see the cat. Uh, you can see Baby Loaf. I could see his tail. So there's Baby Loaf. Uh, so Baby Loaf, unlike little Nimki, is now in the teenager state as far as cats are concerned. He's about a year and a half. So he doesn't like to be picked up and all of that. He's his own person. And he doesn't want to be on daddy's uh, podcast, unlike uh, the little one. On Facebook, if you guys are wondering, where, if you guys are wondering, where's showing the cats on the phone. And uh, well, uh, 20 years later, uh, and, and now of course we are married and we have our own house and, and, uh, and, and we sort of relive those memories uh, with the sandwich. Which made me realize that, uh, you know, all these street food people, whether it's in, Min, in Mumbai or across India, uh, we owe so much to them. You know, during the lockdown, I've seen uh, people talk about their favorite street food places and, and how much they miss them. And often these posts on social media are by foodies like us and, and foodies talk about the romance of food and all that but but there's so much more uh, integral a role that is played by this entire street food industry so there are families which are run by it and across the country often um, it's it's migrants especially in Mumbai who uh, sort of man street food places it's an unorganized uh, sector uh, you know so many of them have shut down gone back home uh, many many places in Mumbai still with the lockdown uh, street food uh, shut but I have heard of places like say in Bangalore the Darshinis which are not street food but small coffee places I've heard of chart chart places at Delhi getting open um, it's it's going to because of the need for commerce and economy but uh, of course we need to maintain our safety and hygiene protocols but the thing about street food is that families run on it and also it it feeds the people of India like uh, right now when we write on our keyboards about our favorite street food memories it's it's uh, like a bit of pontificating and a bit of romance and a bit of all of that but street food is just not about that it feeds us uh, you know the working uh, folks of uh, across the country or the students or anyone uh, you know when they're out on the road street food gives people the fuel to go on of course it's not charity or anything like that but it's affordable food it's normally like uh, made with a fair amount of meticulous care because the street food people who run their account shops they know that the only way to get customers back is to give them good food uh, normally the food is a bit indulgent it's often fried uh, has a lot of carbs it, it puts you in a good mood uh, it's a bit of a pick a pick you up uh, pick me up and, and 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 this is the food on which india runs so like i i really hope that things settle down and they can come back uh, soon and, and get back to the street food uh, days and let me show what the cats are up to <laughs> so there they are and um, you know uh, while uh, these a lot of street food places have shut down because of pandemics and they and they the sector is going through a lot of uh, big problems probably in the fnb food and uh, beverage sector the one which has been most affected is, would be the street food segment because they don't really have the cushioning of funds or uh, you know money and uh, and uh, you know things like that but um, 
you know, this entire IDLIC diamond point story, which I'm telling you about, uh, which which uh, goes back to 2000, and and which was such an integral part of my uh, early years in uh, in in Mumbai, and one of the reasons why I stayed back. Uh, so, you know, uh, I I then moved on after diamond point. I moved back to IMRB and market research, and then uh, my wife had already moved on to Leo Burnett. Gen JWT Ogilvy and we worked at different places in our corporate life in Mumbai after that before I of course became work from home and Kenas also currently because of uh, you know the, pan the lockdown and the pandemic but those Nyman point days were special I don't think that uh, you know one has worked in any area like that except for a while when I was in TNS and in Fort which of course has lovely street food so let me before closing tell you about some of our favorite Nyman point street food uh, memories I've told you about the sandwichwala whose name I didn't, I don't remember, and that's the truth. You know, if you think of most street food places across the country, places which we love, we don't really know them in most cases by their names. Maybe there's a bit of a you know difference which is uh, now there because of blogging and uh, things like that, and people share their names. But otherwise, we just call them you know fuchkawala, rollala, bhelala, chaatwala, dosawala, but we don't really know their names, and that's. Uh, the case with the sandwich guy, I didn't know his name. We just knew the name of the juice guy, Rajesh, and, and he ran this uh, little juice stall, um, you know, opposite Nirmal and beside Central Bank with many mixer grinders. And in fact, my father, late father-in-law, when he used to work in the Central Bank of India at Nyman Point, he would go there for juice as well. So it's it's a bit of a family favorite. And, and Rajesh was famous for in, in winter for strawberry milkshake with pieces of strawberry in it. In summer, with for mango milkshake, with pieces of mango in it, all year round for the grape juice, and of course those days were very different than innocent days. So he put in lots of a white powder in it, which is glucose. So it's not like now when you want sugar free and uh, you know things like that. <laughs> but uh, well, those are innocent days. And then uh, down the road there was also a ceiling fan. Okay, you know you can still see me perspiring or or uh, maybe hear me a bit weak. Uh, then there was this dosa guy, two, two or three dosa guys and they had two um, sigris or little staffs on which they would make dosas and flat tawas and, and uh, they were very popular with some of my uh, colleagues like Sony, Kulvinder, uh, I don't remember everyone's names back now but uh, they were very popular for the uh, Mysore masala dosa which was a dosa in which they would put a red chutney and grated carrot, grated uh, beetroot, everything, I don't even know if you actually get it in Mysore and with the coconut chutney and extra butter and cheese, that was very popular. Then there was a pavaji counter. So till I, uh, you know, started seeing the kanas, I would go there almost every day for lunch, because uh, a plate of pavaji was about 12 or 13 rupees, and he would make the pavaji fresh for you when you place an order. And 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 I really loved that. And I would go there and have that every day. Once we started dating, we go and try out different places. One of our favorites was a place called. Uh, Bayview uh, Cafe, which was on the sea, uh, where you get lovely uh, Parsi food and sandwiches and all that. Maybe you can come to join the podcast. And then there was a Bhel Puri Wala, uh, just again down the road, opposite uh, the Trident Hotel. Kenaz and I would often go down there at 4.30 from work. Uh, to have a chart break, I would go for Sethpuri, Kenas would go for Bhel. So there were lots and lots of lovely food, then you go to slightly ahead, there were the Mafco stores and uh, the Zunga Baka stores and then 
beside Air India building, there was an Air India uh, stall where, which was now I know that there were Keralites selling like, uh, you know, uh, Keralites are saying that he should drag them in. No, no, no. Of course you shouldn't. They are a big part of the podcast and they need to know where all we used to eat because the thing is that if we go with them today to Nyman Point, none of this would be here or there and it's got nothing to do with the pandemic. But a few years itself back when I went to Nyman Point, I saw that that entire area of food courts and food stalls, uh, which was there in the stretch between Nirmal and Trident, all removed by the BMC and the police. I don't know what their thinking was, but uh, you know, such a big part of Nyman Point, uh, in fact, the heart of Nyman Point uh, for me. And um, it's sad to see them go. And uh, today's podcast uh, on Food Okay India, that's why, was not about a specific person. Not about people whose names I know, not about people to whom I can recommend you to go and try. They're not there, they're all gone uh, and that's sad. But there are many others and across the country and, and I would urge you to go and, and sort of have uh, your favorite street food there when you can, when things are safe, in, in memory of uh, the wonderful people who are there in Nyman Point. And uh, let's hope that at the end of it, things uh, come out better, like people are able to get back start their street food uh, businesses again, maybe bring in a level of hygiene which is uh, necessary. And uh, we need them, India needs them, India runs on its street food places. And let me tell you that they, these places quell the hunger of people who are out on the streets and working in a way which no modern cafe or no mall uh, food court can, can do. And, and uh, thanks for paying attention uh, because these cats haven't, they are now doing wrestling. <laughs> You know, so it was fun. I wanted to come and chat with you, and and I did. And boys, stop fighting. Let me show little Nimki again. There he is. There he is. He's he's trained, being trained by his dada to be a Shaolin warrior. Yeah. And and he once I get off, he's going to get on the chair and do his own podcast. And hey, guys, listen, listen, listen. Uh, as you probably know, I have a blog. It's called FindyChop.net. And hopefully, there's at least one of you out there who still reads a blog. And if you go to my blog, my latest story, I've actually written about uh, the cheese chili toast, how I made it, since people on Instagram asked me for the recipe, and my memories of Nyman Point, yeah? And you want to eat me? Okay, Nimki wants to eat me, so I think uh, it's time for me to end the broadcast, otherwise he's going to bite me off, though I've given him dinner, and uh, yeah, and, and then he's going to start his own podcast over here, and, uh, and, and the wrestling... Uh, simulation has started again so uh, thank you thank you for joining and uh, there's Sunaina Kavya uh, uh, saying that she likes to be a make simplest of dishes looks so sumptuous I think it was a part of growing up but <laughs> yes Kenaz is asking if uh, little Nimki is alive they are alive and kicking and wrestling over there okay and now if I don't log off um, I'm not too sure about uh, my safety because uh, you know, it's, it's dinner time and I'm sure that, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, everyone's waiting eagerly for, to eat and guys, 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 okay, 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 time out, time out, okay, I'm going to end this uh, 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 podcast now, I hope you enjoyed it, stay safe, if you're in Mumbai, enjoy the rains, I hope it's not um, sort of affecting you uh, too much and, and uh, yeah, so, this will explain to you why I'm saying time out. In case you're wondering, this is uh, the practice on how to uh, become a cat with Baby Loaf is teaching, little Nimki. 
And uh, this is Kalyan Karmakar signing off. And you can read about what I said right now uh, on my blog. And I'm going to upload it on uh, YouTube and on uh, Radio Finally Chart, my podcast channels. And that's uh, he's jumping onto my knee. And uh, if you know, I did a podcast yesterday, which was on Maharani's Kochuris. That's already up on YouTube and podcast. Okay, bye. Off for dinner now. Take care. Bye, guys.